Okay, three, two. Welcome to the podcast, everybody, where we're currently experiencing some issues that have something to do with Overwatch not starting up. I am here with Darkwave, as always. How you doing, sir? Hello. I just have some things I have to say here. Uh, of course, that uh, before we get into what we're going to get into, um, I would like to say thank you all for the listeners that we've had. We have almost a thousand listeners on uh, Anchor, so we have a lot of people actually listening to this podcast. I'm, I'm thankful. You know. Say that again. That last part. We have almost a thousand listeners. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Yeah, we're making money. Well, how many, I wonder how many of them hate me. I don't know. <laughs> People mostly text, uh, hit me up on Twitter or anything at Wildfang the def- underscore the defeationist to pretty much say, you know, whatever or, you know, you're mean to that other guy or you're an asshole. And I go, I'm on a podcast with a good friend, my cousin that was more like a brother. And my wife, so I mean, it's weird. You mean to that other guy? You mean to what's his name? And I'm like, I, I don't give a fuck because he's my cousin, so and I'm obviously not serious when I call him gay or various of the gay or I call anybody in this podcast gay. Clearly, I'm not serious, but whatever. Anywho, um, yeah, so yeah, thank you for the listenings. Hopefully, you continue thank listening. You, thank you. Of course. Now, let's start off with some things about this. I'm, I'm going to start off with the gaming shit. I was going to start off with wrestling, but Jesus Christ, gaming recently has been what's got. And I would genuinely like to start off with Overwatch because currently I can't log in to Overwatch no more. How about you, Darkwave? I mean, I've logged in, but I ain't got shit. So, I mean, there's that. Yes, yes. Now, when the thing is done merging for me, because I logged in once, if the thing is done merging and it still says that my PlayStation stuff is not merged with my PC stuff, I am going to stop playing this game. In fact, oh, wow, it just logged into me. I mean, that's, that's amazing. But legitimately, if I don't have my shit for my PlayStation, I'm going to stop playing this game. This game is dead to me because there's too much shit that I have done that I, I am not starting over again. Like at all. Yeah, I'm not starting over on. I'm not starting over on Overwatch ever. My shit is not there on our account that's clearly been linked to their fucking server for however long. Well, let's just say if Overwatch is if I can't if I can't just pick who the fuck I want out of all the characters I've been playing with for the last four to five years. For those who listen, you already know how I feel about Assassin's Creed. Overwatch goes right into that bucket. Never to be touched or played ever again, if this is the case. Garbage. I'm going to have to agree with that 110% because I would like to play my game where my game was before. You know, not. This is why you didn't get rid of the first game. Yeah. Ever. You can shut down servers for it, but, uh, you know, I, I would have never gotten rid of the first one. You, you know, in case, you know, you have people who may have deleted the game and don't even really keep up with Overwatch like that. Now, again, again, 
they did force us to link our accounts and merge it. Because it's, you know, a while back. That's why everyone had, like, new names and shit like that. But it's like, if you did not have that, or you didn't know, or you just stopped playing, and then you see the second one, you want to give it another chance, your stuff is potentially gone forever? I don't know, but it could be potentially gone forever. That's not good. It's not. It's not at all. And if that's the case... I don't mean hurt. Yeah, you like, can have three skins, and it doesn't matter. It's not good. Yeah, I, I really will uh, have to say that I'm going to join you, and I'm going to announce it to the world that I am officially done, and just going to focus on Gundam Evolution, in which I've been thoroughly having fun with the PC console, the PC version of that game. Uh, I'm just not going to attempt to continue this anymore, like legitimately. Like I'm, I'm tired. Sucks, uh- that is just that that game comes out in such a shit time for console players. Why you say that? It comes out, I believe, like November. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's 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 be hypothetical for a second. Mm-hmm. If Overwatch Two sells itself out, okay, and everything goes smoothly and everything becomes fine, then we are going to be playing Overwatch. Yeah. Obviously. So that's one game. A lot of people are probably going to buy God of War. Oh, yeah. Two games. Obviously, people will buy Gotham Knights. That's that's late October. Three games. Bayonetta 3. Later October. Four games. There may be some fucking dumbasses out there who buy Sonic Day 1. (laughs) Five games. Oh, did I mention Pokemon comes out two weeks after those two games in November, and then you want to drop Gundam Evolution for console in November. That game is basically dead on arrival. Oof. Now, if Overwatch does not fix itself, and it stays a shit show, and my stuff is not back, and I have to sit here and grind these characters, I will not do. I won't play that one fucking game. I don't care. Then, obviously, Gundam would just take the place of Overwatch, and all of those fine. But then, they'll still be kind of done around, because I'm not going to be playing Pokemon. I'm not going to be playing Gundam. I'll probably be playing Pokemon, Gotham Knights. Hell, I, who, who knows? If Sonic actually turns out to be fucking decent, and that leaked storyline isn't true, I'll be playing Sonic. So... I hope that storyline isn't you know, true. I, I pray to Jesus that storyline isn't true. If it's true, man, if that's man, look, no, every no other game, no matter how bad they've been, has hit the Assassin's Creed box. It is sad that in two, in, in one year alone, I'm already considering putting two games in the Assassin's Creed box. I'm about to make that a, a a whole channel for the podcast in in what's called it's Assassin's Creed level shit, and we're just putting down names of the games. And for those who don't know what the Assassin's Creed box is, I will quickly explain it to you. The Assassin's Creed box is games I will never play ever again. They will never be in my console. They won't be downloaded. When I hear news, they go in one ear and out the other. And smack the fucking wall. 
<laughs> now, has Assassin's Creed games been bad? I'm not gonna say they have. I wouldn't fucking know. But Assassin's Creed Three cut me on my on the fucking storyline. Something I was actually intrigued with, and because of that, they don't get a pass. Top of the franchise. So that's the it's basically games that I look at and say, you know what? I'm done with this franchise of the games. You're into the box of the no return. Now, I will never say there's no chance a game can't get out of that box. So far, Assassin's Creed hasn't been touched since Assassin's Creed 3 slash uh, Revelations. I haven't touched not one. Not one has been touched. There's not one Assassin's Creed that has been put at any of my time since 3. I took all of them up, even the PS Vita one or PSP one, whichever that one was, and got rid of it. Goodbye. So is there a chance that a game could come out? Sure. Hell. If Assassin's Creed Red is actually a fucking game and actually looks good and not waste my fucking time, who knows? Maybe. Just maybe. I will look at Assassin's Creed and maybe give it a chance. Probably not. But... It's, uh, Red's gonna go back to the live service shit. You know, that, yeah, and so we'll have to see about that, but that's the Assassin's Creed box. Overwatch and Sonic's franchises are potentially to enter that box. And let me tell you, folks, that would mean, and, that, and now, in terms of Sonic, that's just the game. I watched the movies. The game will be killed. This is strictly for the gaming franchise. Right now, I didn't watch the fucking movie because the movie sucked anyway. Oh, yeah. You get the point. Clearly, the movie sucked. It was not good. But it's just the game. I'm not talking about, like, uh, movies or books. Those I might still check out. Because movies, at least Sonic, anyway, has done well. Overwatch. If they came out with a movie, maybe I'll watch it. Probably not, given it'll probably piss me off watching the movie, but it's for the gaming itself. So, that is the box. Okay, I've created the Assassin's Creed box. I'm going to put uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh, you said, what else? Uh, <laughs> and this is for me. <laughs> All EA made games. And uh, what else? Sonic. <laughs> Sonic's not there yet. Not Sonic. there yet. I put pending for Sonic. Yeah, Sonic. and pending for Overwatch as well. Pending further investigation. <laughs> Pending for those of the you know, AEW reference right there. My right? shit back. Getting my shit oh, back. Oh, you know who's actually almost about to be in that thing too, right? You said what? You know who's actually very close. What? Koei Tecmo. And their Dynasty Warriors games. Very Koei. close. Very close. They're, they are like... They're all worse than Ice and Overwatch 2 right now. <laughs> I mean, that Ice, Samurai Warriors 5, and Dinosaur Warriors 9, 9 Empires, oh my goodness. 
They 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 on thin ice, bro. They are on thin fucking ice with me, man. Hold up, DW comes. All right, I said pending. If a good <laughs> DW game comes, <laughs> so attention. Uh, servers, Amazon servers looking all pristine, and all these different servers, Google, all these different servers, like all these different servers, and show Blizzard with a with a one PC on fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man! Oh my God! All right! All right! All right! So, oh, and for those who don't have the actual phone, like actual like Verizon, Sprint, uh, AT and T, and all that. If you use like Metro PCS or any of these other fucking companies that are like prepaid, I'm so sorry for you know watch right now. Oh yeah, no, yeah. You don't get a chance. A lot of those people are complaining, and a lot of people are trying to make fun of those people, but they have valid points. They don't have regular phones. A lot of people don't want to use oh, regular phones. That, well, why are we making? But well, why are we? This is my like. Why are we limit? Why are we making a game give a fuck about my phone? Why must <laughs> I give you my phone to play a game? Exactly. Oh, Jesus. Like, come on, man. I'm gaming. I'm not here to give out my cell phone number by scanning a Q. Like, you get on Overwatch and the first thing and it says, yeah, scan this QR code or, because for some reason my phone just wouldn't scan it, probably was telling me a sign of things to come. Or go to Bownet and log in and do and give us your number. My number was never on my account. So I logged into Bownet, you know, my actual account. Typed in my phone number, and lo and behold, then it started giving me the oh, you know, servers are connect, not connecting. Oh, you got into the game, but your character's gone. Yeah, it says queuing. I've gotten to the game at least like I've gotten to the game at least like four times. So, truth be told, I've had many opportunities to play. And usually, I would sit here. I think the shortest I probably said was like thirty minutes. But as a person who played FF14 during its fucking launch. And having that fucking queue happen, this is not bad for me because I have things called other console play. And I wasn't upset with the queue times. I kind of just laughed at it because this is kind of amateur hour. Yeah. How did your servers go from working to shit? I don't, you know, it's, it's, I don't understand. All these game companies, when they, when they make a, uh, an expansion or they make a second game, it's almost like they don't think people are actually going to come back in droves to play their game. I, I don't understand. After 14, when their expansions come out, or the last one recently, the queue times were ridiculous. You can have upwards of fucking 16,000 people just wait. And you will legit have to wait all that time. Because legit how many people was on the fucking game. And I'm just like, what are we doing? You know your game is popular. You know it's popular. Overwatch is a very popular game. Despite what people may say about it, it's a very popular game. And yet, now... Apparently, they, they're getting DDoS as well. So, I mean, I'm sorry for them. But it's like, even still, did y'all not think that people who either 
haven't played Overwatch in years, or want to try Overwatch now that it's free, this, that, and the other, but y'all not think that people wouldn't come back and play this game in droves? Your show should be set off. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Considering that, again, Overwatch 1 was just fine. But I don't... I don't know, man. It, to me, when companies make these games and then we complain about the the servers and people say, well, this always happens. I'm like, yeah, but it shouldn't always happen. Hmm. It should not, especially if you're like, if you're something new, you may not get that issue because you're, un, you're unproven, right? Yeah. You're unproven. So you're not going to get the, like, unless your servers just fucking suck. You're not going to get that mass amount of servers. You're going to just have the basic shit. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, if you're a successful game, or even a successful company who comes out consistently with good games, why do y'all make shit servers on day one? Why don't you sit here and crunch? Let's make better servers day one. Open everything up. And then reduce it as you see fit. Open everything up. Now again, actual check marks say that Blizzard got DDoS. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, it sucks because you know that affects your game. We all know how DDoSing is. It fucking blows. I get it. Mm-hmm. But my God, man! Like the, the the accounts. Some people having their shit. Some people not having their shit. You know, I'm being doom and gloom by it because fuck it. Man. I mean, it'll be doom and gloom because if it turns out to be doom and gloom, then at least I already said it wouldn't happen. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I'm a, it's a bug, guys. I'll be fine. When it no, I'm just going to say I don't have my shit forever. Now, if I get my shit back, great. Yeah, if I get my shit back, yeah, my PlayStation shit. My PC shit, I only played the game for a limited amount of time. I didn't play it for that long. But if I get my PlayStation shit back. I don't back, know how that works. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know. Well, it's been a, it's been a year. I think you can merge different accounts, but you have to wait like a year. I'm sure it's been a year since you probably did that, maybe, so maybe it can be fixed, but at the same time, I... It, 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 if my shit's gone, you get no excuse. This shouldn't, even, this shouldn't even be a thing. Everything should be, like... If you already forced us to be part of your little blizzard shit when we made the new names, it should be an easy transition. You don't have to hit other button. It should be simple. Why make people go through hoops? So, I don't know. It. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is, a lot of people having this same issue. They need to fix it. Like ASAP with Overwatch. And again. Overwatch is pending. If I don't get my shit back from the PlayStation version of this game, in which me and my fucking wife did so much goddamn work, I am going to stop playing Overwatch. Like, it's done. There is no more. Hey, you can hop on Overwatch. Fuck you. Done. Like, at this point. But next, there was something that you had to say about Cyberpunk. You had a rant. Oh, oh yeah, the Starpunk, the the um, the fans, the people out there. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm just going to say we all know the history of Cyberpunk is not good. No, the, the history. No. Okay. There are. It's been littered with, you know, bugs and all this other shit. Very well documented. You know, the last gen consoles, at least the base versions of them, were unplayable, basically. Yeah. The PS4 Pro was pretty much unplayable. The Xbox One X was somewhat playable. The PS5 version, if you played on PS5 and the Xbox Series, you're, you, you may have been okay, but, you know, we all know the history. Okay. But the last time we spoke about this, I said something about Cyberpunk being one of the most divisive games out there because there are two different types of players for Cyberpunk. There are players who got the bugs and want to shell over the game, rightfully so, and there are people who didn't get much, who didn't have much problems for for whatever reason, and think the game is fucking fantastic. Which is also fine. Not gonna shit on that person. They didn't they didn't have problems. So if they didn't have problems, obviously they're gonna praise the game. Like me. I didn't have any problems. Except for one. Fans, why are we shitting on people who say Cyberpunk's a good game? I don't get it. Oh, we wanna give credit to the anime. The anime put eyes on a product. Good. That's what the that's what you know spinoffs and other projects are supposed to do. It did its job. Cyberpunk has been getting updates, has been getting fixes for for pretty much ever since they pretty much had no fucking choice. It's been about two years now, and they've been con you know consistently somewhat rolling out updates, updates I didn't even know about. Updates, I'm pretty sure, a lot of you didn't know about. We cannot fucking sit here and shit on Joe, Bob, and Lou. Then they say it's a, it's a great game. The game is good. Now, you may have a bad experience with the game. That's not their fucking problem. It's not. It is not their problem that you had a shit time with the game and you want to damn the game as the worst game of all time. It's not. You want to blame, you want to credit the anime. Yes, you credit the anime. The anime did its job. Whenever you do a side project or a spinoff or a manga or anything of that nature, the only thing that thing that title is meant to do is to draw eyes to its original form. When you see anime made today, do you think that anime is made for you and me? No. It is made for you to go buy the fucking manga to support the original source material or the light novel. That's why some anime only has 12 episodes. 13 episodes. And then they're done. Get your ass out there and buy the books. It's advertisement. Starpunk Edge Runners was advertisement. Was it a good show? I think it was a good show. And guess what? It got people to look at Cyberpunk back at Cyberpunk and say, you know what? I like Lucy. Let's see how is the Cyberpunk, you know, it makes no question. Is Cyberpunk actually fixed now? I haven't touched this game since day one. 
Or I got this game for a dollar and never played about more because it was just a dollar. Why not? I want to make me a Lucy build. I want to make me a B, a, a, a D build. The game brought people to, I mean, the anime brought people to the game. It did its fucking job. Why are we shitting on and giving everything to the anime? It did its job. If the anime didn't draw people to the game, then the anime to me is a failure. A failure. So like if um if uh, if the if the anime does not draw people to buy the manga, then ultimately that anime has failed. Because only there to influence you to go buy its original source so you can actually finish it or do whatever the case may be. Now yes, there are some anime that continue to go on and on and on and you don't already have to buy the manga. But maybe it forced you to buy a manga because you just want to get the fuck on with it. You wanna you wanna read it and see you and go further in the anime so you can finish it up. You might be that invested. Demon Slayer, etc. But people, if someone says Starpunk's a good game, don't shit on them. There's no point. Their experiences with the game is going to be vastly different than your experience. You could be one of the people who, as soon as you turn on the game, Jack would float up to space, a car probably blew up and more shit, and the game probably crashed right then and there. I'm sorry to hear it. Hell, even now, which is funny, I've seen more bugs just randomly now. Nothing game damning, nothing, nothing different that I don't see in GTA or Skyrim. So yes, there's there. Most of them are just funny bugs now when like, I'll be driving, the car would just flop over the map somewhere and blow up. That's just hilarious to me. But you cannot shit on people for saying the only reason why the game is good is because yeah no it's not the only reason they fix some they fix the mistakes they fix some shit the game is at least on I don't know about PS4 it plays fine I never had an issue maybe the people who are playing the game did something that a lot of us did they were playing it it was fine. But you know, they said, you know what? I'm going to wait for the PS5 version to get the full fucking, the best experience I fucking can. And maybe, and hopefully avoid a game breaking bugs. I'll wait for the PS5 version and then I'll come back. And maybe the PS5 version come, came out and they were playing other shit. Then they see the ad, man. Like, oh, yeah, I do have that game. They may have fell in love with a character, Rebecca, David, Lucy, whomever. And say, so, you know what, let me get on the game and, and see what's going on. Maybe I can do a build like this. Or a build like that. Then they go, they play it, they get back to the groove of the game. And they're having fun with the game now. Good. It's okay for a game to be good. Is it okay for a game to come out like Starcraft? No, it should have never came out on last year's console anyway. All this is... Is a resurgence of a game. You don't see many games have a resurgence. Once a game is damned, usually the, the developers give up on it, the gaming community gives up on it, and it goes down the west side to the fucking void, never to be seen again. Two games I could think of had some had a massive resurgence. Final Fantasy 14, when that game was completely shit of all levels, and Starpunk, which is a buggy mess developed for last year consoles where it should never have been developed on. About two years later, you get Realm Reborn. Changes to Final Fantasy XIV for the better. 
Look what Final Fantasy XIV is now. Best MMO in the world. Not even close. Starpunk, they do some updates, they get themselves together. They they're feeling confident in their game now. I don't know how long an anime was planned, but they got an anime done. The anime was successful. It drew people to the game, and now it sold 20 million copies. You don't see that very often. You don't see resurgences in gaming often at all, people. So yes. Now I'm not saying you don't have a bad you won't still have a bad experience with Starpunk. There's still problems. I just mentioned not too long ago. And I'm not gonna shit on you either if you say Starpunk's a bad game. I'm not. There are two different ships here. This is one of the very few games that will ever have two different ships. Usually it's one ship. And maybe a sound of maybe it's one ship with maybe a slightly split decision here. No, there's two different ships. A ship of people who got fucked over and a ship of people who didn't. You have to just, everyone should respect everyone's choices. I can think Cyberpunk's a great game and Wildfang can think the Cyberpunk game is shit. We've had two different experiences with the same fucking game. It's fun. The anime did its job and brought over the players. The game made 20 million. It's a, it's a success now. No matter what you may think, no matter how it started off, it finishes with a fucking success. It's just like the PS3. The PS3 was terrible when it first released. Terrible. Ports were trash. $600. They care about entertainment stuff, gaming. It was garbage. And then it had a resurgence. Devil May Cry, Metal Gear Solid 4, Uncharted. And then towards the end of the life cycle, it became undeniable. Greatness. A non-failure. Cyberpunk is basically almost in the same vein. It started off very rocky, very shitty for a lot of fucking people. Some people maybe didn't have an issue. They fix it over time. They do patches. People put the game down. People put the game to the wayside because either ate them away for a PS5 version or this and that. Then you get an anime as advertisement as for this game. The devs are confident. You watch the anime. You want to make your character be similar to them. Or you watch the anime. You don't even want to fucking say you go buy it anyway. You know, you may have looked at some news and say, Firepunk has added this and added that and added this. You can go get Rebecca Shotgun sitting on the goddamn floor. Great. Great. You got the wire. It's always been in the game. All the things that added has already been in the game anyway. Minus a Rebecca's weapon, the wire has been in the game since day one. The little slow down speed has been in the game since day one. Just half of us didn't even know it exists because half of us didn't play long enough for, for, other, for different reasons. So please, people, let it die out. Cyberpunk is a success, and CD Projekt Red hopefully has learned their fucking lessons, and they're confident in their game. You either play it, or you don't. You either like it, or you don't. It's very simple. 
Don't shit on people for having two varying different opinions. This is that type of game. You don't get many like it because of how this game launched. It is ridiculous the amount of shit I see just scrolling around the internet, people fucking bitching and moaning about fucking Cyberpunk. Giving every reason and excuse why it has 20 million buys. We're giving all the excuses. The anime did its job. That's all that needs to be said. It did its job. It's very simple, people. Hope you enjoyed my rant. Hope it made more sense to you. And while thing, you want to add on anything, by all means. But I just had to get it all my chest because it's ridiculous the shit I see just from scrolling. It's, the anime did its job. Let it be. <laughs> I got that. Well, fine. Thing is, he is either here or not here. Oh, wow, thing. I hear him rustling in the background, but I don't hear him talking. Professional over here, right? Wow, thing, are you here, the young man? I hear his thing moving, but I don't hear him. He had his problem. That was just like a chipmunk. It's like a damn chipmunk. Hold on, let me let me leave and come back. Yeah, bro, you sound like a damn chipmunk with the. From Alvin and Chipmunks. Okay, but back to what I was saying. I was saying that um, mainly that while Overwatch. No, 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 no. Cyberpunk. For me, my problems, and I still say Cyberpunk is garbage to me, uh, literally went into an elevator doing a mission critical thing and immediately glitched to the top of the elevator after just hitting the circle button to duck. You know, I was just you know waiting for the elevator to go down and I ducked and I ducked through the elevator. And then now when I load up, I end up on the top of the elevator. It can only fall off. So I was like, you know, if this is still happening... I'm going to just go ahead and re-delete this game and call it a day. And mind you, you're not the only person that's telling me, yeah, the game is great now, blah, 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 or whatever. Most of people have been telling me, and I'm like, okay, that's just your experience. My experience with this game is it's bad. One person tried to tell me, like, hey, man, it's great. Uh, because, you know, this and that, and they added this, and I'm like, a lot of that stuff was already in the game. What are you talking about? Uh, my cousin was just like, yeah, they... You know, I like how your character reacts to blah, blah, blah. You know, you like a game like this. I was like, I've played it, and I'm I'm pretty well aware that I don't like the game anymore. I'm good. 
Like, there's just stuff in this game. While it is a good game, you know, the good concept, I'm done. Like, I, I officially am not going to be playing that. Like, if I play it again, it's going to probably be way when there's a dry spell for me to finally beat it. But for right now, every time I fucking play it, something happens, and then I just cut the game off and stop playing it for a while. So, you know, I'm done here. What about you? I enjoy the game. I I have seen some bugs here and there. Yeah. But, I mean, this is like 70 hours of playing. Like, I had one bug that was doing a Judy side quest, uh-huh. and she was talking, and I so happened to just crouch uh-huh. or do something or turn my, turn my character or something. And my character pretty much went all the way across the map right in front of the building clouds. And I could go inside the clouds even though it was closed. Uh-huh. I mean, it didn't really bother me because I could just reload that particular part and just continue the conversation. Yeah. But it was funny. Yeah. yeah. And again, I mean, for me, and for me, I haven't had anything. Like, I haven't had nothing that made me like, outside that first time when my when the very first mission crashed when we first played the game. I haven't had anything that has made me like, oh my god. What the fuck? You know, nothing of that nature. Um, so for me, I enjoy the game. And this is playing a game across basically three different characters, three different builds. Because, you know, I want to, rom- you know, romance Judy, which you need, a, you know, you need a female for. So I always had to make another female character. Mm-hmm. And I'm not romancing a, a male with my male. So I made another female just to get some of these male relationships out of here. You get a trophy for every last one. Uh, I know you have to finish the side quests, but my thing is, I don't know. So, okay, I'll just use Judy for example. I finished Judy's side quest on my female character. Okay, mm-hmm. got the romance, got you know that scene, all that. I don't know. Do I get that mission if you're not in a romance with her? You see what I'm saying? So when I do the Judy mission with my male, if I still do those missions, but just don't get the lesbian scene, then I can. Then it's fine. And you don't have to actually romance the character. Yeah. If you have to romance the characters to maybe get the ultimate last mission to get their trophy, then you have to actually romance the four main characters in the game. You know, which then means you have to make. Basically, you have to make a straight male. You can you can make a straight male. You can make a gay guy. You, you know, you got to make a straight male, a lesbian, a gay guy. Um, the gay guy can technically do two of them. Technically. Now, granted, I don't know if you can do multiple relationships. Like, I don't know if you can romance Pan Am. And then romance carry. I don't know. I would assume possibly you probably could. Yeah. But I'm not doing that because I'm not going to watch my guy get plowed the ass. So, no. Yeah. Um. But if I have to romance them for another trophy, then I will make a guy to go for carry and then I'll just have to deal with that as I go through it. But as of now... I'm trying to avoid that, so 
you know, I don't know if certain quests are tied to romancing the character. I don't know. So, as of now, I'm on Romance 2 and got the trophy for both, which is one is Judy and one is Pan Am. And so, we'll what, see. Are you trying to platinum the game? Uh, I mean, the platinum is fairly easy. So, I figured if I can platinum the game, why, you know, if I can, I don't know, I got 19 out of 45 trophies. Okay. And it's not seemingly hard. I mean, you got what? Do you complete the, you got four. So you do the story and there's four different endings. So it's like five trophies just for beating the game. You know, you got to do all the endings. Then you got to clear the, like the clear map of all the little stuff around the map, which isn't hard. Yeah. Then you got some, like some other stuff, like shoot a grenade with a revolver in midair. Uh, I mean, stuff like that can probably be cheesed, you know. Reach max level in a skill. I mean, all of that can be cheesed. So, it's not something that's very hard to do. The only, the, the hardest thing probably to do will probably be like, um, like buying all the vehicles. You know, you gotta get the well. If you do a legit, yeah. let me rephrase that. If you're legit, you'll uh. It may be hard to buy all the vehicles. If you're playing, like, if you're not doing a legit and you use the, like, the dupe glitch, then you can just dupe yourself as much money as you need to buy all the vehicles. How the hell do you do the dupe glitch? I mean, so, you know the little drop-off box where you sell stuff? Yeah. You have to have at least more than, you have to have an item at least twice mm-hmm. for this to work. So you go to the drop box, mm-hmm. you hover over the item, you keep it, you keep it hovered, Mm-hmm. You hit the button to sell it, and it'll say how many you want to sell. Mm-hmm. You keep holding the X button, mm-hmm. so you can sell one first, and then we, while holding the X button, it'll bring it back up again, like as if you didn't sell it. Mm-hmm. And then you can sell the two. It'll dupe in the box as three, mm-hmm. and you just kind of rinse repeat. Now you may think, well, don't you have to buy it? Then you just buy it back. Now you may be thinking, well, the money will increase. It does, but because of the only registering as one time doing it, you're not really losing the money. Because you can have something in there that costs like forty thousand, and maybe more than actually what you have. Mm-hmm. But you gotta remember you've duped it, so it's thinking you've done it forty thousand, you know, for forty thousand instead of like the six thousand or whatever that it actually is. So mm-hmm. it's very simple, very very simple. I'll, I'll um, try it if I play it again. And well, that's if it's not patched by then. But oh. it, honestly, I I I ain't gonna lie. I did that mainly. I mean, for some money, obviously, but I also did it for like resources, like the craft. Mm-hmm. I'm not running around here. I mean, obviously, if I didn't have a choice, I would. But I basically just duped. Up to like six thousand legendary parts for crafting epic parts. You know, I, I basically just crafted. I basically duped myself like over six thousand for each uh, each crafting component, just so I have them in my inventory. Makes that sense. way, I ain't got to worry about it. Makes sense. Um, because I don't give a shit. All right. It's crafting shit, and 
I don't really care about not. I'm not going to be an angel and not dupe those those uh, I the the materials. Fuck that. <laughs> Damn right, I'm gonna dupe them until it gets patched. <laughs> well, I'm not prepared. But moving on, of course. Um, there is a pandemic that we have in the gaming industry. I don't know if you've noticed it. Have you noticed it? What's that? Oh, we have a pandemic in the game. Pandem- a pandemic, whatever the fuck yeah. is called. I don't give a fuck. You know what that 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 disease is called? What? It's called pointless fucking remix. <laughs> right? Or, you know, fucking re-releases. Those are like the most common disease in the gaming industry. Um, let's start off with uh, one Bethesda and uh, Skyrim. Now, I don't know if you know this, the Switch edition uh, for Skyrim. Do you know how much money it is? Yeah, 70 bucks. 70 motherfucking... Who in the right fucking mind will pay $70 for Skyrim? Oh, there'll be some people out there. Ayo, if you tell me after this podcast uploads that you would pay $70 for Skyrim, send me your address. I will be there. And I'm going to tell you to come outside, stand on your doorstep, and I'm going to walk from your driveway to your door with my hand cocked backwards to backhand the shit out of you for wasting your money. Seriously. Skyrim is so is on so much shit at this point that you can just get Game Pass and get it. It's on PlayStation for fucking probably less than $50. If you buy this shit again on the same console that it came out with, again, I am genuinely feeling sorry for you. As sorry as when those idiots paid 14000 1400 I'm sorry, for the Leon jacket with the Resident Evil 6 edition and 700 for the Cloud edition of, uh, what's it called? Thank you. You know, remember those people? You know how dumb they were? That was, uh, quite bad. Quite bad. Yep. And uh, now, at this point, Skyrim is $70 on the Switch. I almost don't want to tell my wife. Because, you know, she'll probably buy it. Mm-hmm. So, no, they're be stupid. My wife I would hope not. No, That'd she, be terrible. She's not buying $70, a $70 Skyrim. Why would you do that? I don't think we should be buying, I don't even think we should be buying $70 of fucking uh, Switch games. What the hell? Yeah, Swiss games are never just seventy dollars worth. They're not like updated like fucking um, Xbox and PlayStation. But you know that's another story and that's another hearsay thing that I don't want to talk about because this podcast will be ninety hours. Um, but like legitimately, uh, this uh, this shit, this pandemic, pandemic, whatever the fuck you want to say, is literally a problem because this disease needs to stop. Okay. First of all, why in the fuck are we releasing Skyrim again? I bet you $20,000 that Skyrim's going to end up on my refrigerator, on a smart fridge. All right, you could be playing Skyrim on your refrigerator, or you could be playing Skyrim on like a toenail clipper or something. Jesus Christ. 
Stop releasing Skyrim, Bethesda. Hold up, my bad. Let me let me. People apparently. Yeah, what were you saying? Man, people buy it. People, what, what did the uh, director say? People keep buying it. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, go ahead and check that uh, that box again. See what happens. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I put it in that box. Bethesda made games. Jesus Christ. First of all, the thing that bugs me with Bethesda is their games are so fucking glitchy and so nonsensical that people always give it a, a, a pass. And I'm like, Fallout 76 is notoriously a shit game. Oh, it's good now. No, it's not. No, it's not. Hey, man, you know why it's good now? Because it's on Game Pass, so people can play it for free. Or you can play it on the PlayStation drive for free, you know? Type of shit, you know? Yeah, that's great. PlayStation is doing a good job with the premium, kind of slightly. I don't want to talk about nah. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah, I, I know. I, mm-hmm. can, I, can I give him one thing today? Just one? Mm-hmm. But uh, the next thing, besides pointless re-releases, is pointless remakes, right? Remakes. Last of Us Part 1, right, the remake, was one of the dumbest things I've seen in 2022. And then I saw the rumor for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, the remake to that. And I'm like, uh, what is the point of a remake to Horizon Zero Dawn? Now, you see, there are good remakes out there. Demon Souls is a prime example of a fantastic remake. It literally just remade the game with better graphics and added some things, except for you can't cast spells on stairs anymore. You still can't do that for some fucking reason. But it's like Blue Point just said, you know what? I'm going to take this very fire game, add like one or two things of animation or, or add some things to it, update it for a new audience. And there you go. You have a new, you know, Souls game. Congratulations. It's yeah, a 10 year, a 10 year old game. I might have. Yes. And they, they remade it. It looks sexy and fantastic. And I'm not complaining about Demon Souls remake. You know, I don't care. It's a fantastic game. It actually, legitimately, and I and I say this with no uh, no irony, it's the best looking Souls game that they've made. That's under from Software's I mean, it's, banner. It's a game that actually neither. It, it's a game that if you hear it's getting a remake, you're not shitting all over it. No, it's fine to give that game a remake. Yeah, it was fine. Demon, Dark Souls doesn't need a remake. Dark Souls Two doesn't need a remake. Three doesn't need a remake. Sekiro, Elden Ring, none of those games need remakes right now. Freaking Demon Souls? Oh yeah, that was fine. I know something that could use at least an update. <laughs> you said what could use an update? Bloodborne. Oh yeah, <clears throat> Bloodborne could use a, a hell of an update. Or, or, or we're, a we're sequel. We're still in 30 frames per second. Some <laughs> software. What are we doing? Oh, that's the only game. The only Souls game still one. Yeah, it could, it could use a, a, a sequel. You know, I, I, I forgot that that game uh, didn't have anything else to do after that. It, it, it barely got DLC. It got one thing of DLC, and that was it. One, one DLC, and then uh, that's pretty much it. It's... it's <laughs> yeah. But Demon's Souls actually needed a remake. I mean, on the PS3, no other way to play it. Well, she had a PS3. So remaking it made sense, you know? 
Horizon, no, not so much. Horizon does not need a a remake. It's a hundred and ten percent pointless and out and unnecessary to make a remake for a game that really didn't come out that long ago, right? You know what they're doing, right? Can you imagine they're going to say uh, it's time for us to get our revenge, and they'll release or they'll release when uh, the new Zelda game come out, and still get his ass whipped. You said the new what game? Zelda. Oh my god! Can you imagine? They, they make a remake to try to go against the new Zelda game to get revenge, but they still lose. If they decide to put this remake in production, and I'm, I'm saying this now, and it comes out during the same time as another high-profile release, do not be surprised if you see me on the news for going to the guerrilla headquarters and slapping someone 50,000 times, the person who decides the release dates. I'm going to slap them. Like, legitimately, I, I will slap them. Make it a month before, make it a month after. Do not release within the same month of another Zelda game, Elden Ring, or anything that is high profile that you know is going to be good. Other than that, you're going to look very retarded. I apologize for saying that. Jesus Christ. Well, was there another good remake? Oh, Death Space looking to be good. Looks oh, good. Death Space. Hell! Um, what's the name of that Souls-like game? Drawing the bank. What Souls-like game? They need a remake? They got a remake? Yeah, that has a remake actually coming. A reboot coming right now. Um, shit. Uh, what's the name of that damn game? Lord of Fallen? No, yes. It's a sequel. No, Lord of the Fallen is a reboot. It's a reboot. It is a reboot, sir. That's exactly what's up. That needed a reboot because the original game was kind of ass. Oh, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, my that God. game was fucking garbage. That game was... The worst Souls-like game I've ever played. Jesus Christ, I wouldn't say that. But it was not good. It was not the worst. No. Oh, no, 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 no. I've played. Oh, my, I'm about to say, the worst is that, that new one that came out, that, um, shit, what's the Rising? No, that game is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it came out. What new one that came out? Earlier in the year, and you got guns and shit. Uh, it's space-themed. Space-themed? Yeah, it's literally that bad that you don't even know. You don't even know, buddy. A bad so What What game is that? Space, a uh, space themed Souls game? Yeah. I think it's uh, like. Dol- it's Dolmen. Dolmen. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But, yeah. I never played it, so I don't know. So I'm still going to say Lord of the Fall is still the worst one I've played, but. Uh, no. I've heard some things about that game and <laughs> Dolman is Dolman is shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Dolman takes the cake. I heard that in uh, that Tamesia game I haven't heard too many good things about either. To- Tamesia at least has the benefit of copying a faster paced version of a Souls game. Uh Dolman Yeah, yeah th- th- that's why it's Bloodborne which, the game, which, but it has its problems, which, you know. Which Liza P is also copying too. 
I mean, Liza Plea at that least looks good. entertaining, right? It looks good. I mean, it looks as good as uh, Still Rising. Right? Still Rising, when I was watching that shit, it actually surprised me. I was like, man, I watched some gameplay of it. I'm like, man, this is actually uh, it's actually really looking rather. Yeah, this looks rather spicy, and the the fact that like, so you know me, I'm usually a speed weapon type of guy. Yeah. And the magic weapons, the tonsils are fast as fuck. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that game is fire, yeah, right? And mind you, these are the people who made Greedfall. So a lot of people didn't like Greedfall. Yeah. I like Greedfall, yeah. but that's just, a, that's, that's just me just liking the game. And I can admit, I, 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 it's bad. I didn't give it that much of a chance. Yeah. But it, it has so much shit that it kept me entertained. So I can say without a shadow of a doubt that I genuinely do like Greedfall. Now, that being said, <laughs> fucking Time Easy is okay. It is not fantastic by no means. It is okay. Uh, Dolmen, my whole experience playing Dolmen literally made me want to snap an invisible disc in half. No, the Gamefly disc in half. I apologize. I rented that shit from Gamefly. And then literally promptly return that shit that game fly. Same thing with Saints Row. That shit. Saints Row is also a bad remake. I forgot about that. A reboot. Oh shit. Why did I forget about Saints Row? Maybe because I had nightmares of that game. And I have it on PC, so I can't I couldn't return it. So I'm now stuck with it. In one way or another. Man, this is like therapy to me. But uh yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Are you sure you? Hey, yo, go look up Dolman before, like, when you get a chance. Just go look that game up. I mean, I, I mean I've read some stuff. That I haven't. I haven't. I think what's his name? Fight. So I watched Fighting Cowboy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard of him. No, I have not. And I think he. Well, he's a he's a he's a YouTuber. And he plays pretty much like a lot of Souls games. He plays a lot of different games, but he's known for a Souls game. Uh huh. And I think he had a live stream up. And I think the live stream was only like. For that game, like no, I don't think I think he did like a less play, mm-hmm. and I think the less play was like one of like two episodes. So I, I was like, okay, this is only two episodes long. It's probably some shit. It is. Oh, because he did. I never forget. He played Godfall. Uh huh. Man, he played golf for like twenty minutes. Like, yeah, this game sucks. <laughs> no. Um. Hey yo, but. but which is sad because I probably still play Godfall over uh, Moses of the Fall. Damn! I can't even get on the watch. This is sad. Game server, game server connection failed. Yeah, it literally just did the same Jeez. thing to me. And I'm 49th in place and it did it again. Then I go back to being 100 in place. But, you know, I'm just trying to see if my data finally transferred and then I'm going to cut the game off for the night. Um, but, yeah. Um, looking at the... Next thing that we have to talk about, right? Uh, what is here? Oh, uh, Halo's decline. <laughs> that franchise has been on decline since like after Halo 3. This <laughs> ain't nothing new. What is happening with Halo right now? <laughs> I mean, this is nothing new. It's been on the clock. I mean, the last, like, good multiplayer one was, what, maybe three or two? The last good story one was fucking um, 
Reach. For me, the last great multiplayer one was Reach, and last story one was ODST. ODST story was great. I like Reach story. I don't like how it all leads up to the first game. Uh huh. And I, I liked. Well, I can't say I like Noble Six, but just seeing other spark like it was a good origin. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. ODST was fucking amazing. <laughs> but it's like I mean, Halo's been on the time for years, so. <laughs> I mean, Infinite is a fucking dumpster fire right now in terms of certain things. But I mean, Halo oh, no. decline. It's a, it's a dumpster. It's a dumpster fire. It's been on, it's been on a decline for years. <laughs> but uh, moving on, Babylon Fall has been officially about to be canceled. So, uh, how do you feel about that? That you called from a million times ago. Oh, Avalon's Fall? Yeah. Um, well, it deserves to be canceled. And uh, I don't want to sign... I hate this company, but Platinum Games most definitely deserves this shit. Um, they deserve that failure. Because I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I'm saying this with Legend of Korra existing. This is probably the worst game they've ever made or ever like did anything together with. Legend of Korra wasn't a great game, but the combat was good, which is usually something that usually in a platinum games game you can count on. You can usually count on if nothing else, if nothing is good, it will be the combat. Yeah. And the combat in this game was shit. <laughs> and it wasn't fun. So as far as I'm concerned, this is the worst product project that they have ever done. Ever. And it's not even close. <laughs> I, it's not. It is early to get canceled. Um, I don't know why it took this long. I guess that one person playing the game was uh, really giving them business, huh? Like, <laughs> they should, they, honestly, they should be embarrassed. I don't know what happened there. You know, I know it was a Square Enix published. I don't know if, I think Platinum Games was the one who, if I'm wrong, I mean, I think it was Platinum Games who developed it. I mm-hmm. think. Well, yeah. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Uh, I don't know who gave them this idea. All I do know is that that shit was garbage. It's still $30. It should be nothing. In fact, it should be off the fucking store. <laughs> it's still $30. I, that's nothing I don't understand. Why do we keep games on the store when games are supposed to be canceled? I do think terror servers are down and it's still on the PlayStation store, I think. Wait, Terra Service Why? is down? I, I just downloaded that. Because I needed an MLM. Terra is dead. Terra is dead, supposedly. Or at least it's been, you know, the server supposed to be killed off. And yet, and yet, we are still uh, having that game in the store. It, uh, it was developed by Platinum and published by Square. Yes. You are correct, sir. But you know what else is correct? 
when you called that game was going to be shit before it came out? I mean, of course. Look, I mean, these these type of games, I told you, man. Loot, these looter games or wannabe loot games, they're ninety five percent of them are trash. A good, most of them are fucking garbage. Most of them. Well, shit, you can't buy it on um, PlayStation Store no more. What? Uh, Babylon's Fall. They actually officially, Good. it just says learn more now. Greatness. Good. The game sucks. It's being canceled in like two months. So, I mean, good. <laughs> I wish more games did that. <laughs> but I mean, I've said this. These looter games, these loot shooters, these, these loot melee, whatever the fuck you want to call them. There's a more of a chance, that, and this goes for even Gotham Knights. There's more of a chance that they will suck than they actually be good. Shit! Oh man, why you got to remind me? Now I'm still going to buy Gotham Knights. Yeah, I hope it's good. Me too. I but hope Gotham Knights good. As long as it's not Avengers, I think I'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. But. Yeah, here's. But, I mean, <laughs> and, uh, the fact no, it's just the fact that you called it that, like you called like two uh, live service games in a row, and it happened to be exactly what you said. And I was like, "Damn, you have the same prediction powers as me." I mean, look at the track record, man. I mean, just it's Destiny. not hard. Destiny is the just only one the still alive. Record. Yeah, Destiny is the only one still alive at this point. Yes, in Destiny, I reinstalled in Destiny because no matter how you may feel about Destiny, you know, you, you, know, you may get bored with it or whatever the case may be. Yeah. No matter how you feel about it, the game is very, I mean, it's probably one of the more, when you play it, it's a very polished first-person shooter. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right on that. I, I've been playing it recently again. I finally decided to it take it seriously. Good. It still feels good. It plays good, and it's actually fantastic. Um, so far, out of all the live service games, because you remember, I played Anthem. Uh, if you haven't seen me play Anthem, I've played it and did a deficiency episode on it. It's episode two, if I can recall, or three. Is it episode I mean, two? Anthem. Yeah, that game know, is terrible. I've said, I've, I've said Anthem. The one thing Anthem, the only thing Anthem really got right uh-huh. was it's uh, the gimmick of the suits. Yeah, I did feel that the suits felt different from each other. Yeah, and I felt like that was they were the suits themselves, like playing and fighting as the suits were fine. It's just everything else sucked. The gunplay sucked. The story was stupid. Uh, everything else was shit. Um, it's the gunplay. I mean, I think I play. It's the suits, the, the gimmick that they actually got right. I I wish that um, they did better. So like again, I think that the suits were they 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 nailed their gimmick, which is better than what some companies did. <laughs> I rather play that than fucking uh, Babylon's Fall. Yeah, I rather play Anthem than a lot of games, honestly. I'd rather just play Destiny and call it the fucking day. 
<laughs> that's you. That's you. I mean, yeah. I mean, do I? I mean, I ride a foot now. I think the suits are more interesting than some of the Destiny fucking powers because. But if you say you know, if I had a, if I had to pick which one to play, I'm going, I'm going to play Destiny. It's yeah, a far more, far much more polished, far better game. Yeah. Then what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Anthem. Um, Anthem is. Or was, yeah. So, I mean. Jesus. That's Christ. just that. But. Yeah, I can't believe, man. I played that. When I played it and got stuck at that wall, that, you know, the wall where you have to do a bunch of shit. Uh, oh, kill the giants and all this other shit. Yeah, and then I realized oh. it, it didn't t- start from when you started the game. And I said, yeah, we are going to go yeah. ahead and cut this off. And the mission, when they said. You had to run around and kill like four of these Titan things, and I was like, "What? Do what?" Exactly, and I was and like, did, huh. I was "Like, nah, man, I'm done." Yeah, <laughs> I literally said, "Huh, this is weird. Oh man, this is crazy. This is crazy." And then cut it off and did a defeationist episode. And unfortunately for the defeationist, I have to complete the game. And when I don't complete the game, I still will let people know that. And yeah, I didn't beat that game. I still have yet to even go back to the game. I can, but I'm not even, going to. Can you even play that game anymore? What, Anthem? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it still, like, up? Yeah, you can play it, and there's still people playing the game. Unfortunately, it's still shit. It's still bad. Servers are going to... The servers are probably dead. I don't know. It's just they're no longer working on it for the future. So, as you can see, that game is uh quite destroyed. Spyware, I mean. Spyware is a show that form themselves anyway. Yeah, but moving to the next topic here, the one I called Google Stadia. It is also dying, and these idiots forgot to let people know that they were dying. Have you fucking? <laughs> oh my god, that shit was actually hilarious. Have you seen that uh, that they didn't announce to a lot of the people that? Uh, Google Stadia is dying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was the funniest thing I've seen. I was like, oh, wow. So, officially, you can't... You, like, so, they said a lot of people who bought their like, subscriptions can't no longer use it. And then they also said a bunch of shit about, you know, they're going to refund a lot of the games. And I, I was just like, oh, that's, that's quite funny. It's quite funny. And hilarious. It is, uh, it's funny how Stadia is just, eh, it didn't have a chance. It did not. It came people out. Saying it, it, people were saying or it influenced certain other things, like Xbox Cloud and all, and even if it did, I still personally don't even think cloud gaming is ready yet. There's too many variables. You need, like, a fucking top tier, I mean, top tier connection. Uh, I don't think we're ready for that shit even now. No, we're not. Hell, even some people had a bunch, it did a bunch of shit with Destiny on that joint, and it's literally causing a lot of issues. Oh, oh, oh shit. That's actually really funny. Alright, but. And then there's uh, one last thing that I want to talk about uh, in the gaming section, and that's Forspoken. 
How did you feel about Forspoken? It looks good. I am interested in it. It comes out at the time of Death Space, which is uh, less than flattering. But, I mean, I never... You know? Understandable. I don't know. (laughs) It's, It's... it looks good. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna shit on the game. Yeah, looks good. I, I have no, uh, uh, I don't fucking know, man. It's a game that's gonna come out because of the shitty time. Um, I, I <laughs> just, uh, oh, uh, listen. I just hope that it's good. Yeah, everything points to it being good. I just hope it actually is good. <laughs> All right. I hope it's good myself, but uh, that would, uh, if, if it's not, I'm laughing. That's all I'm saying. I, I just have some funny feeling. I, I don't know, man. I just have some funny feeling about it for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, it, it can be either... It's either going to be a good game or a, a shit horizon. I mean, it's... Yeah. yeah we'll see. We'll see. But let's... Oh, we definitely will see. Yeah. I know for a fact that at least I have more confidence in that game than Harry Potter. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's definitely... Uh... It, 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 it better be good. <laughs> I mean, because next year we already know who's going to be the number one and number two of that year, anyway. What games? So, Zelda. I mean, if, if it's good, Resi Four and Zelda. As far as like game of the year is concerned, uh huh. I think it's going to be up to those two. I don't think there's anything else even going to come close. Oh, yeah, Unless yeah. Forspoken is just fucking that fucking great, then I'll be up there too. But I mean, let's be real. You're you're going against Zelda, which is already hard enough. I mean, and I did the glitch, that that glitch happened again. Which glitch? Where I zip across the map again. <laughs> but I'm doing, it's the same quest. It must be this mission particularly. No, no. At least this time, at least this time, I'm able to get over there, like back to her. Yeah. Uh, the last time, it glitched me into Cloud. It actually put me like into the building. At least this time, I just went to a. I just zipped to the other ladder. Mm-hmm. So it must be something with that spot that I just got to. It's the same spot. I think I crouched or something, and it put me... It must be something with this mission. I'm playing it with my actual main character because I didn't do it with him yet. Okay. This okay. Judy shit. But either way, man, I think that shit is going to be ruled by uh, Resi 4 and Zelda. I, I, I think. Back to the remakes real fast. Do you think... I, I really still don't think they should have remade 4. Especially after just... No, they should never remade 4. Like, I, I really don't should've think... should have been cold wrong. It should, yeah, I, I think it should have been like Code Veronica. Apparently, a lot of people think that's weird of me to think that, and I'm like, uh, Code Veronica has gotten no love for the last decade. What the fuck, dude? I met you 
when I met you, you were looking at a strategy guide for Code Veronica. I will never forget that shit. And you literally love that game. I know you do. What? Code Veronica? Yeah. I mean, for better or for worse. Yeah. That game's pacing is god awful. But yeah. But at its time, I mean, I still enjoy Code I, My thing is. Okay. I don't have so the team that's doing Resi Four is the same team that did Resi Two Remake. Yeah, it's not the team that did Resi Three Remake. Oh yeah, that no. So that I'm confident true. in them. I'm confident in in them to make a good remake. Yeah, because Resi the Two Remake is, is a good game. There is yes. No. The problem is when you make a remake, you usually do it to either be better. Or comparable to your original form. Okay. Resi 4, the original game, is still playable even to this day. Yeah. It's playable on every console. It's fucking. It it plays well even now. It's not like it's a bad game to play. It's not like it has a lot of pacing issues. I mean, there's some things you may not like at certain a certain levels, but ultimately, the game is very playable. It is a very serviceable game, even in 2022. Easily. Yeah. The problem is, with Resident Evil Remake, is that you have a lot to live up to. And I mean a lot. You can't just, you know... <sighs> Resident Evil 4 was basically a generational a generational game. It, it shaped yeah. the gaming, and, and you'll never get another one of that. Yeah. But if Resident Evil 4 Remake slacks in any way, I'm not even talking about cut content or nothing like that. I mean, yes, you don't want it. I'm, you know, I'm talking about overall. If that game lacks overall in any way, you, you, you lose a lot of faith in people. You know, Resi 2 was a good game, but there's still problems with Resi 2 Remake that I have with that game. Like what? Well, Claire and Leon particularly, you don't even you you don't even remember that they're even in the you don't remember that the other person's even in the game. But wasn't that like the original? They had the walkie they spoke more in the walkie. Like, like, you remember in Resi 2, you had the little walkie talkie they would speak on. You had the zapper system. Stuff like that. Ah. Like, in the original Resi 2, yeah, you didn't see her a lot, but they spoke more often, so you felt her presence there because you had the walkie-talkies, and then you had the Zap system, so stuff you did with Leon may transfer over for Claire or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can get, like, the bullets or, like, that, that room. You can get the bullets... And if you get take the bullets, Claire yeah. won't have the bullets, but she'll have like something else in there. It's like that was tight. Yeah. And but Resi 2 literally is basically the same game for both characters, except for their middle sections. And it's right back to in the final in their final balls, obviously. It's literally that. But my thing with Resident Two was just the dynamic of Leon and Ada. They, 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 I mean not Leon and Ada. Yeah. Leon and Claire. You see Claire in the beginning, 
you see her, you know, going to raccoon, you know, when you get split up, you meet her at the gate, and after you meet her at the gate, you don't see her anymore, you don't speak to her anymore, there's no communication until Ness, into the little laboratory. Yeah. I literally forgot the bitch was in the game. <laughs> um, there's no interaction between Leon and Sherry at all until the last two seconds of the game. Oh, that's right. None. Yeah. Because if you if yeah if you play it out like that, then Resident Evil Six doesn't make sense. And she's like, yeah, he was well, he was helpful. And I'm like, if you use Resident Evil Two's logic, no, he, he barely talked to you. Yeah, he said what Resident Evil Two, and people complain about like the Netflix shows like Dialogue, right? Yeah, but we're gonna forget how Resident Evil Two remake did it. <laughs> hey, Leon, this is Sherry. Okay, like what? <laughs> That's response. Okay, like I like I love the game, love Resident Evil Remake. It is fucking fantastic. Yeah. But we're, I'm not gonna just like if we're gonna call out like the Netflix show. They if everyone harvest, she used the um, the Zootopia porn thing, right? I'm like, okay, that is clear if you listen to how she's speaking. That's and we've all done this as teenagers. That's literally a teenager being fucking super sarcastic and an asshole. Yeah, I had no problem with that line because she was being an asshole. That's what assholes do. Yeah, but if we're gonna bring that up, we're just gonna bring up. We're not gonna forget the fact that this whole game, Claire just comes to me and say, "Leon, this is Sherry." He looks at Sherry like, "Okay." (laughs) 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 Not, not, Not hello, my name is Leon or. You know, nice to meet you. Okay. What? So that dynamic was very just underwhelming for me. Yeah. Because I do believe, now I could be wrong. I know in the original, Claire does more with Sherry, but I do believe Leon has time with Sherry in the original, if I remember correctly. It's been a little while. Because um, she got to get her cure for her and shit in the original game. With Leon and maybe Claire, depending on who you're playing as. I'm, 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 I'm trying to remember myself. I do not. But either way, I think I think Leon had more interaction with her in the game and Resi Two mm-hmm. original. Yeah. Than you know what remake did remake Leon saw her once and that was it. Um. Uh, and Claire, now to their credit. Claire, in, at least in, in the original, don't think she ever met um, Ada. She did not. No. I don't think. So that's fine. I'm fine with that. Um, but it's now, of course, in other games, she kind of meets Ada, kind of. Yeah. But like in, in uh, I think Umbrella Chronicles one of them, I think she meets Ada, but uh, Resi 4, it's just, it has so much to live up to. It really does. Like, you can, you, this is basically your most important game. Resident Evil 4 is probably Capcom's most important game in the history of, of Capcom. Besides Dragon's Dogma 2. It's definitely, it's definitely the most important Resident Evil game of all time. Yeah. And they just have so much to live up to. Like, it's almost like, can you even get better than Resi 4? I don't think they can. Like, can, can, can you, can you, or, like, 
you're making a remake. Unless you're doing more, unless you're doing, but obviously they're not going. They're not going to do a one for one because they're going to use probably more of the story from Resi Two remake. So yeah. of course the character might be. You know, I mean, from the trailer alone, yeah, you can tell Leon was going to be a little bit more serious. Yeah, and obviously the Ada situation, the Ada situation might be handled differently. Might, you know, I hope it's handled because the Resident Four remake and the Resident Four original, I didn't like how that played out. Ada comes back and Leon is like, oh, so it's true. It was like, uh, no, Leon, are we not shocked that she's alive? There's got to be Phil here. How do you know she's already alive? So I don't know if they're gonna like change that to where he still thinks she's dead. And then that 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 which is the only reason why I'm buying the game, honestly, is for that dynamic. Um, but I don't know. I think that Resi Four, given the fact that it's been released on everything else, yeah, and it's still playable on now, yeah, and it just came it's out like the one release on the PlayStation Four and the VR. Yeah, this is the like- one remake. This is the one remake you can still play on somewhat current gen consoles and. The news one's gonna be, you know, it's like, and then what pissed me off too is they're releasing it on PS4. Why? I don't know. <laughs> now I assume, I assume what they did because it wasn't even when they first announced it; it just said it's PS5 and stuff like that. What I assume happened here is that Capcom probably like had like a downgraded version of the game. Yeah. And they probably played it on PS4 and said this works fine. Either that or or this game was made for PS4 anyway. And the reason why I say that is there was a whole different team that did Resi 2 and Resi 3. Two different teams. Mm -hmm. So my question is what was the team that did Resi 2 doing? During the time of Resi 3's development. Oh, they was probably making this game. They were probably making 4. And if they were making 4, they were probably still having PS4 in mind. Yeah. So, either A, the PS5 is basically just a port, or they was doing it for PS4, but maybe moved to a PS5 bill. Then one day, one lonely worker blew up the PS4 bill for whatever reason, probably by accident, and it worked perfectly fine. And said, "Hey guys, we can put this on last gen too! Yay! And get more money out of people!" Woo-hoo. Yeah. Probably. So, <laughs> I just think that Kovaranka to me would have been the safer bet. And Kovaranka needs a remake. There's no if, answer, but that game absolutely needs a remake. Yeah. The pacing in that game is fucking garbage. I'm sorry. I like Kovaranka. You can say I love Kovaranka. Mm-hmm. But that pacing in that game is fucking abysmal. The backtracking because of the fact that the basically the island is almost like your hub. 
Yeah. And you go so far from it all the time. Yeah. It is ridiculous. Um, the voice acting is fucking atrocious. I'm sorry. Steve, I actually like Steve Burnside. His voice acting is atrocious up until his death. And even then, that's kind of like laughable. But at least his character didn't sound like a fucking like Claire. He at least sound like uh, a normal human being for all but two seconds when he died. <laughs> True. So it's like I would like to have my game remade because you can't really. I mean, the thing. Okay, for Cole Veronica, this really you can only go anywhere but up. Cold wrong because it's I don't want to say there's problems, mm-hmm. but there are things there that you know there are things that can easily be done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas four, you have a lot to live up to. A lot. I mean, shit. But all the DLC that game got. What? Four? I mean, it only got two, but uh, four. Oh. I mean, how, how do you implement Assassin? How do you implement Simon Ada? Oh, yeah. Those are very important DLCs. Uh, separate ways. Very, well, Simon Ada, maybe not so much, but separate ways is very important. Mm-hmm. Because up to that point, you're like, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? Why are you here? Hmm. Now, do they just add that into the game? Because Resident Evil 4, outside of 6, is already the longest Resident Evil game of them all. Yeah. You know, 6 is 6. We're not going to talk about that. That's just long for stupid reasons. Realistically, it's not that long, but if you count in fucking 6, six fucking characters, yeah, it's long as shit. Yeah, them doing the longest one, but... Yeah. Yeah, but 4... It's the longest one. Yeah. If you include assignment Ada and uh, separate ways, it just makes it longer, which is not a bad thing. So what my is, question is, okay, what is the separate ways again? Mm-hmm. Separate ways is basically you're doing, you're playing the game, but through Ada's perspective. Okay. So you and you find so you remember when uh, you're doing the village, the very first part, ready for, and the bell rings and all that. Yeah. The person who rings that bell is Ada. Oh. You find it out by playing separate ways. Because she stumbles, she sees Leon fighting and running away from villagers. Mm-hmm. And like in typical Ada fashion, she sits there, says Leon in like the most like loving, seductive way possible, and then proceeds to go save this man by ringing the fucking bell. Hmm. So it was basically... Like the gaps that were so the Ada gap, it fills in all the Ada gaps. Hmm. What was she doing here? How did Albert Wesker feel about Leon? How does uh, he feel about Leon? He wants him dead. He he tells Ada to kill him very many times. Hmm. He doesn't give a shit, but he wants him dead. You know, he wants Ada to kill him. Uh, who kills Jack Crowder officially? It wasn't Leon? Oh, Leon didn't kill him. No. Ada kills him. How? You find all that out in separate ways. Separate ways is very important. She finishes, she, they fight in separate ways and she finishes them off. 
I thought you blew him up with a rocket launcher. Who, uh, um, Krauser? Oh, no, wrong. Salazar is who I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. Yeah, Salazar, Leon kills. I mean, that that's, you know, he kills him, you know. Yeah, that's Leon, but I'm talking about Krauser. Uh, you fight him as Ada. And, uh, and all that. And how did she kill him? Uh, she just killed him. Oh. Normally, it was nothing like out of the ordinary. Oh, okay. But you get know what I'm saying? Like, she's the one who kills him. It wasn't Liam. Okay. But you find out in all that in separate ways. You fight Salazar as Ada. Um, I don't know if you remember when Ada pretty much tells Leon to run and go after Ashley, and she stays and fights us. Uh, you know, Salazar, the yeah. main villain. Yeah. You actually do that boss fight. It's an annoying boss fight, too. Huh. But you do that boss fight. So, so you see how she gets captured when she's like strung up and Leon throws a knife at her, you know, throws a knife at her ropes. Yeah. So it's just basically playing the game. It's basically a mini, it's basically as if Resident Evil 4 had like a Leon playthrough and a, like a, 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 an A and B scenario, basically. Yeah, it's not as long, obviously, but it's basically Resident Evil's A and B scenario: A with Leon, B with Ada. So, I don't know how they do that, and I don't know if they give you that as a default in Resi Four. You know, I don't know if they'll just do separate ways as DLC later. You know, once the game is out and all that shit. They better not. I don't. You know, I don't know. It was the because so the thing with with separate ways is that it was I believe the PS2. It was yeah, it was a PS2. Now I didn't have the PS2 version, but I played the PS2 version four separate ways. Like I specifically played someone's PS2 version for that because I had the GameCube version. Yeah. Um. Now I did get the anthology collection when Resident Evil Six came out, so technically I guess you could say I have that version. Yeah. But I mainly played the GameCube uh, version of Resi 6. So, I mean, not Resi 6, Jesus Christ. Resi 4. Yeah. So, that never got assignment or separate ways, but PS2 version did. So they need to have that either already in the game as a mode, or you know, maybe give her more playable sections. As long here's the thing, because obviously the story's gonna be slightly different, you know, than what the original Resi 4 is. Yeah. So say like if you don't give us exactly assignment Ada, I mean separate ways, I'm not gonna be upset as long as the content that you give us is equivalent to that. Yeah. Like if you want to give like you you can play the game as Leon, and then you do say however many scenarios with Ada. I'm fine with that. Yeah. As long as it lives up to what assignment Ada was. Yeah. Because that's very important to Resi Four. You literally find without that, you're asking yourself, what the fuck are you here for? Pretty much. So. It's just, I don't know, man. They have a lot to live up to. I, I would not 
go for that. I I would have went Cole Veronica. I feel like Resident Evil 4 remake is a lot more to plan. Again, who knows when they started this, that project. I just feel like there's a lot more to plan to plan for a Resident Evil 4 remake. Yeah. Than a, say, Cole Veronica. Cole Veronica, a remake for that is a very simple remake. Fix the pacing, and you're pretty much halfway there. Uh, as far as the remake is concerned, anyway. Yeah. But it's time for us to move on to that good old wrestling product. Mm-hmm. So, just want to ask, how do you feel about Extreme Rules, buddy? Uh, this is different than the last couple of fucking years, I'll say that. It makes it a little bit more interesting to show to watch. <laughs> what the... Uh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, I want to say, what's your prediction for the Roman <clears throat> match? But we're going to skip that one because we already know who's going to win the match. Legitimately. What match? Wait, no, he doesn't fight. Is he fighting? Who? Roman Reigns at Extreme Rules. Ro- no, he's not extreme. No. Oh, I forgot. I thought it was him versus Logan Roman. Paul. LOL, Roman wins. Does not wrestle until Saudi Arabia. Okay. Which, yes, he will win against Logan Paul. Yeah, that's very fucking obvious. It's not even a. That's not even a thing that you should even be concerned about because you already know the answers to that question. Like you know, he's going to win. It's like one of those, it's, it's, it's so fucking obvious. And if you honestly think he's not going to win, it's, it's, I don't even think that's going to be a good match. But uh, what are the matches on Extreme Rules? Oh, Liv versus Ronda. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I looked at the card, and I totally forgot that Roman's not there. But, yeah, man. What, how do, you, what do, you, do you think it's going to be a good PPV, sir? I'm not calling it a premium line. Well, the, the WWE pay-per-views have been better as of late, so I have no doubt it'll be a good show. I mean, this is a show that, granted, is only like really one quote-quote extreme rules match. Yeah, it But every match, I do believe, has no disqualifications. So... That's the difference. You know, you're not getting like matches that don't have, you know, that, you know. You oh, know yeah, you're not getting yeah. singles matches with rules. You're, you're getting actual no disqualification matches, you know? Yeah, I've noticed. I have noticed. So, this. Yeah, it's just one extreme rules match, though. So it's like, oh, shit. Makes sense. But everything, but everything else is no rules. So you might as well say it's all extreme. Yep. Uh, I did notice that. Uh, I did. I did notice that one of these matches looked real stupid. <sighs> the Don, old-fashioned Donnie Brook match. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> There's like a street fight, basically. Okay, so that's that's a dumb way of just saying a street fight. You could have just said a street fight. Or whatever. You know, they gotta get their own they gotta get their own spin now. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh my god. Hmm. Now I was uh, looking at something. Uh, but yeah, they um. So let's get to these predictions. Uh, so first things first, it's the Liv versus versus Ronda Rousey match. Who do you think is gonna win this shit? You know what? I'll be honest with you. What? For some odd reason, I don't see Ronda winning this match. Wow. That's new. Um, I feel like... Don't get me wrong. I know WWE is predictable as it is. Mm-hmm. Especially with a lot of this, you know, especially with the Roman booking. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking awful. I just don't see um I don't see Liv losing this match. Okay. I don't see um I don't see Charlotte could interfere. Yeah, yeah. Without interference, Ronda's gonna win. With interference, Liv's gonna win. Um I don't know, man. I mean, you could give... Because the thing with that is, you know, obviously we might get Becky versus uh, um, Ronda at Mania. We might actually get that match. And it's like, do that match need the Because t- if you give Ronda the title, mm-hmm. I mean, she's not losing it until WrestleMania. True. Now, Shayna Baszler can come out there and cause the, the match as well. Because, you know, eventually I'm guessing they're going to want to turn Ronda to officially heal. Uh, I would assume at some point. But I don't know, man. It, it, that's probably the hardest match to call for me. Just because it's like I know it's like I don't see Liv losing. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like they did the extreme rules. Now, granted, they could have did the extreme rules thing to think to make you think Ron uh, Liv is going to win, and Ron ends up squashing her. But it's like I feel like you would do the extreme rules gimmick to have maybe Ronda get a you know it gives Liv a way out to beat Ronda. Yeah. Uh, we'll without the Extreme Rules match, uh, it's like, it's not even believable. You know? Yeah. It's not believable at all for Liv to beat Ronda. But with the Extreme Rules step, it's believable now because she can use weapons, people can interfere, woo, woo, woo. So. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Liv. Oh, wow. Tekken 7. Tekken 2 is ugly as shit. All right. And then next is uh, Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins in the fourth match that they've had. And I honestly cannot say I'm looking forward to this match at all. Because... In the fight, it should be decent, at least. I mean, yeah, but this is their fourth match. At this point, I'm just like, 
Great. We fought. They y'all fought him four times now. It's the second match. It's the second match. Wait, one on one match anyway. What? They didn't fight at some. Remember, they didn't wrestle at SummerSlam. Oh, they yeah. brawl. They didn't wrestle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But Matt Riddle's lost all those matches though, and I'm very confused. I would have had Matt Riddle lose the matches. Because uh, he shouldn't get here, but <clears throat> Rollins is getting a United States title match against Lashley next Monday. Which so it's like, do you beat do you beat Rollins at the pay per view to have him beat Lashley? Oh, makes sense. Or the Rollins somehow win. Goes into Raw as a winner and beats Lashley. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. But <laughs> we will definitely see what happens because uh, you are making sense. Uh, I mean, my prediction would probably be uh, hmm. all right. But uh, <laughs> who do you think will win the match? It'll be it'll be Seth Rollins, right? Uh he shouldn't win. I'm not gonna say Riddle. You're gonna say Riddle. I'm not confident in Riddle winning, but I think he has somehow pulls it off. All right, all right, that makes sense. I myself am gonna say it's going to be fucking. Uh, I, I also think Seth wrong. Uh, no, I think Seth is gonna win. To be quite honest with you, I, ju- I just I, mean, uh, I think I think Riddle wins, but I'm not like confident. Like I, you know, I could see Seth Rollins easily winning this match. Yeah. So we'll see. Can you hear me now? Yep, you're fine. Okay, next is Drew McIntyre versus Karen Cross. But to be completely honest, as I said, I don't see uh, I, I don't see Karen Cross losing. Yeah, this is no, uh, he does not lose this match. Yeah, he's not losing. Like if he loses, I'll be legitimately shocked. Like legitimately shocked. I would too. I don't think he loses. I think Karrion Cross wins this match easily. Well, not easily, but as far as predictions, it's like all my confidence is in this match. If I had like confidence or whatever. Yeah. 
I, I don't see Karrion losing this match. Not his first big match on the main roster. If he loses this match, he's pretty much finished. Oh, yeah, he's dead in the water. Kind of like how Braun Strowman right now is gearing up for a match with Omos. Like anybody wants to see oh that shit. God. No. Apparently, uh, Triple H, this is one of those, I'm like, triple, triple nipple here, buddy. Why are we doing this? Why, why are we doing this? Like, who, who asks for this matchup? It's because they're both big men, but Omos is, like, watching molasses dry, and Braun Strowman is just boring. He literally had... Mighty Marsh. <laughs> but, you know, out of this match, I do just see Karen Cross winning, uh, especially by cheating. Bianca Belair versus... Uh, Bailey in a ladder match, which I honestly can probably see being match of the night, simply because it's a ladder match. It could be. Um, I see Bailey winning. It well, if wrestling booking one on one was to say mm-hmm. technically she would lose, but. Because, you know, wrestling booking one-on-one. But, because she stood tall on Monday. Oh. But, again, I feel like Bianca's tower run has come run its course. And with this, um, with this, uh, I guess you can say, match, you don't have to pin Bianca. Yeah, you can make her look good. So you can keep her looking strong. So I think that helps Wood's prediction that Bailey should win, possibly. Yeah. At least that's my prediction. I think she should win. Yeah, she'll probably win off of cheating. That's why I was like, oh shit. Well, there's a lot of matches, and there's no rules, so. Yeah, and of course. It wouldn't make sense. Of course, both of each other's squad is going to be out there. Of course. The the Alexa Bliss Clown Squad, or the Bianca Clown Squad, and Damage Control, or whatever the fuck their name is. Damage Control. Yeah. Well, which is fine, because, you know, at least they have a name. Yeah. But uh, moving forward, Edge versus Finn Balor in an I quit match. I honestly do not see uh, uh, Finn Balor fighting fairly in this match, in the slightest. I see him getting jumped. I see uh, Edge getting jumped the whole match, honestly. I honestly don't think this is going to be good. I personally think that... Finn probably will win this match. Yeah. But not by like a, but not but not by like beating Edge to a pulp or nothing like that. He might use say like Beth Phoenix or something. Yeah. Or maybe he uses Rey Mysterio or something to make Edge say I quit, possibly. You know, to save someone for Edge, you know, Edge to save someone or something like that. I don't I just don't see them beating um, Judgment Day right now. 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't see it either. And lastly, it's the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in a six man good old fashioned Donnie Brook match. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is gonna win that one? I mean, it has it should be the Brawling Brutes, right? No. It's probably gonna be Imperium. Think about I mean, it. Think about it. The Brawling Brutes is going to be like first of all, Gunther has uh They're trying to recreate the magic of Gunther versus Seamus. So that's what they're trying to do. Unfortunately, it's not going to work. I guess it's Gunther versus Seamus was a match of a lifetime. But I have a funny feeling that um, Imperium is going to win. They just got him back together, man. Yeah, but I mean, they've won everything in terms of against the Brawling Brutes. I mean, Seamus is not being. Uh, Gunther put any kind of spell. True, true. And I mean, Gunther can lose that match, but not take the pen. You know, you can have, say, uh, I don't know, Rich Holland or Pete or Butch pin, say, uh, you know, Fabian Eichner or, or, sorry, Ludwig Kaiser or, you know, one of them can be pinned and not. You know, because this is Seamus' match. He already lost one of these matches to Drew. I don't think he lose twice. His his match twice. I don't think. True. Um, I think the Brawling Brutes win here, and Seamus loses, of course, on the SmackDown for the IC belt. Even though, even though. Um, what's his name? The tall Gunther. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that perhaps uh, I think the Brawling Bruce won that uh, Extreme Rules, and then Chambers just lose, you know, lose his shot at SmackDown, and we just be on with the races. <laughs> That's what I think, anyway. Uh, all right. So I guess we have. I guess that's everything for the podcast. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we cut this shit out? No, nothing I wanted to add. Are you sure about that, man? Yes. Uh, lastly, I just need to ask one question: Is there anything you're looking forward to in terms of the wrestling and the gaming process? Is it wrestling? Yeah, gaming or wrestling. Uh, as far as game is concerned, I mean, being able to finally play Bayonetta three, oh, oh, yeah. a couple weeks. Oh, oh yeah. Um, trying out, trying out Goblin Knights in a couple weeks. Um, outside of that, uh, not much. As far as wrestling, not much. I mean, just seeing how it continues to just. Just to keep seeing how Triple H continues to book the shows. Dude. All right, we'll see. There's far wrestling. Yeah. For me, gaming, I, honestly, I don't have anything for gaming right now. Jesus Christ. We'll see what happens. Right now, I'm a little bit stuck. 
I don't know. Gotham Knights. I'm I'm afraid. It's like I don't know what's going on recently, but you've just been afraid of just like getting certain games, and hopefully it's good. Well, unfortunately, with the gaming, with gaming being so inconsistent. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Um, you, you literally have to just you have to buy games on whims. <laughs> like the only thing you can only go by is who's making it, and obviously it's by the people who made Arkham Origins. Which, Which wasn't a worst. bad game, but it wasn't a good game either. Yeah, it was their worst. It was the worst oh. game in that series. Yes, but again, that wasn't Rocksteady. That you know, so it's like, can they make a competent? Can this group make a competent game? Sure, Arkham Wars was a competent game. Yeah, it obviously wasn't the it wasn't the greatest one ever, but it was competent. Yeah, um, it was fine. So, can they make competent games? Yeah, sure, but. How is Gotham Knights going to play? I mean, <sighs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. And that's what makes it even more scary. It's like you almost, you almost cannot be like, yeah, it's 100%. You look, yeah. You look at the gameplay and it's like some characters look fine. Other characters look like, uh, you know, you got, you're very iffy on them. <laughs> you know, Robin and Robin looks good. Batgirl looks fantastic. Uh, Nightwing is Nightwing, and then you get to uh, Red Hood, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna go ahead and cut this podcast off. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. Jesus.